0: It's December 1st, that only leaves 24 days in counting for us to get everything done for Christmas. Moms, if we aren't mindful, Christmas will pass us by as quickly as it came. So today, I have a special guest sharing with us three ways we can be purposeful this Christmas season. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. So glad to be back with you today and joined by a special guest, Diane Doherty. Welcome, Diane. Thank you, Mallory. Diane is the creator of Secret Savored Ministries, a ministry all about mentoring women through simple homemaking skills and spiritual insights. And today she is going to talk with us about three ways we can be purposeful in serving others this Christmas with our time, with our hospitality and pointing our kids to Jesus. So I'm really excited because as God's children, we're called to have a servant's heart And at Christmas time, this really gives us a good time to put this into practice as moms. So to get started, Diane, will you share some ways that we can serve others with our time this Christmas season? Well, you
1: know, Mallory, we all find ourselves making numerous trips to the grocery store (laughs) and to buy gifts. And so why not use that time as a way to encourage and to serve others? And so one thing that I've done is when checking out, ask the clerk what her favorite candy bar is and buy it for her and then wish her a Merry Christmas or another thing. I've done is to purchase Chick-fil-A $10 gift cards and then place a scripture verse on the back and give that to the clerk as I'm checking out. And then another idea is to make homemade goodies for your neighbors or the elderly. Our daughter Kelly, she makes cinnamon rolls for all of her neighbors and that live on their cul de sac. And uh, now it's become an expectation every year that <laughs> Kelly will make her cinnamon rolls. But, um, and then um, young moms and their families can also serve those around them by offering their help or assistance and putting up a Christmas tree or outdoor decorations for a sick or disabled or elderly neighbor or friend or grandparent. I know when my husband was terminally ill, uh, we had friends offer to do that for us. And it was just very helpful and such a blessing to us. And then finally, Mallory, I think you could start a tradition of family caroling. This is a fun thing. I have a friend whose kids, along with her entire family, uh, extended family, go caroling every Christmas. And they choose... Uh, families and people who have had a hard or difficult year through a loss or divorce or sickness. I know when my husband Mark was terminally ill, they came and sang by his bedside and it absolutely became a highlight of our Christmas. And so I think young women uh, should gather their families up and try this and just see if they um, are not a blessing and don't brighten someone else's Christmas season through family caroling. That's a wonderful idea.
0: And it's free. And I know people are just missing human interaction after this year. So true. So these are just a couple of the great ideas that Diane actually shared with me. And so I want to make all of them available on faithful31moms.com. And that will be linked in the show notes. So I just wanted to add that in there because she has many more. Now, another way that you can serve others is by showing hospitality, opening up your home. I know that You said in a brochure that I read when I first met Diane, I was like, I have to have her on my podcast. I read this brochure before I ever even met her, and it says people are not looking for perfection. They're looking for fellowship. So how can we show hospitality to others this Christmas season day? And I know this is like an expertise of yours. So share with
1: us some tips for that. I do love hospitality. Well, Mallory, I think that we can show hospitality by having people into our homes. But we need to keep it simple. Uh, Plan a simple, easy menu. Choose an entree you can make a few days ahead or even weeks ahead and freeze until needed. For example, in the Neely's um, cookbook, there's a baked ziti recipe, Italian dishes are always good because you can just throw them in a 9 by 13 pan and put them in the freezer or make them ahead of time. And then go by Costco, pick up a bag of salad, Caesar salad, get some bread and offer a dessert. You know, your dessert can be as, as simple as just peppermint ice cream with chocolate sauce because the peppermint ice cream comes out once a year around Christmas and it's a favorite. So do that, make a batch of brownies. The brownies can be made weeks ahead and frozen until ready to serve. And then use paper plates and plastic cups. This makes cleanup easy so that you can enjoy your family and guests. And then an idea for your centerpiece would be just to place a nativity with a little greenery around it on your dining room table as a centerpiece. Keep it simple, you know, because keeping it simple really relieves the stress. And again, it's not about perfection. It is about fellowship and being together. And then secondly, being hospitable requires time. So limit your commitments and your Christmas decorating in order to have time for others. You know, we shouldn't be so busy that we fail to have the opportunity to be Christ to those around us. And what a great time to do that at Christmas and then lastly invite friends and their children over to bake cookies or to make an ornament you know if you don't like baking uh, just buy the slice and bake sugar cookies canned icing and sprinkles that your children like to use which will end up all over your kitchen but that's okay (laughs) Uh, it's a fun time and uh, it's a very special time and it creates fellowship one with another yeah and you can just throw in some candles and um, a story about baby Jesus,
0: and you've got yourself a happy birthday Jesus party. I even told Diane, I found something really neat the other day. They have Christmas nativity gingerbread sets now that you can decorate with your family. So, yeah, just some great ideas to keep the focus on Jesus, but also spend some time with other
1: people. So I love that. You know, Mallory, speaking of a Jesus birthday cake, uh, one thing that we've done over the years, uh, my girls and I, is to make a Jesus cake and present the gospel through this cake. And you just use a chocolate cake mix and a white cake mix, but you use uh, food coloring and turn one of your layers red and one green and then the chocolate naturally is brown, and then you place a white icing on top. And you can present the gospel. You put the chocolate layer on the bottom, that represents our sin, and the red layer represents the blood of Jesus that was shed for our sins. And then the green represents new life in Christ, and the white icing is representative of being made clean in Christ, our righteousness that we have in Christ. And so it's easy to present the gospel at a little Jesus birthday party over the Christmas season using this cake.
0: I love that idea. I have not ever tried that before, but I would personally love to try that with my boys. And so Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people think that would be a fun idea. So I will include that description that you just gave us and like the recipe, if you'll give me that and put that in the show notes as well. Okay. So if a mom's listening today and we talk a lot on this podcast about practically pointing our kids to Jesus Mm -hmm. and she's wondering specifically, it's Christmas. We know that we need to do that. But it gets really busy. So what are some practical
1: ways that we can do that in our busy schedules? Well, I think a lot of the young women that I've been involved with in the ministry, um, they do the Jesse tree. And that helps the family focus on Christ's birth and the reason that we celebrate the season. And you can buy the kits. There's a Jesse tree kit by Lynn Sims and Betsy Walter that's available. Um, You can go online and find out how to do that. And you can get your children involved in making the ornaments to put on your Jesse tree. And then you can use an Advent calendar. That's always fun. You can make one of your own. Advent is a season of waiting, calling to mind the longing and anticipation of God's people who for centuries awaited the coming Messiah. And it helps us to focus on the reason that we are celebrating this season. And so that is something you could do. There's also a book called uh, Let's Make a Jesse Tree. Advent calendar by Darcy James. So that would be a good resource for young moms. And then have a variety of nativities around the house. And you know, I like nativities that children can play with. There are a few at home that, you know, they can't touch. Right. But for the most part, to have them available so that children can play with them is good. A few years ago, I found a felt uh, nativity set at Hobby Lobby in the craft section in the back. And I bought that and then attached magnets to the back of each one of those. you know, little baby Jesus, the star, the angel, and put them on the refrigerator and my grandchildren could play. And while they were playing with it, we could talk about the Christmas story and why Jesus came. And so that's something that girls can do. That's a great idea and easy. Yeah. And you can talk about each character and the part each one played in fulfilling God's story of redemption and then limit your gift giving. You know, we all have plenty of stuff and children are even hard pressed these days to think of things that they want because we are all so very blessed. And so, years ago we started doing three gifts we do a fun a practical and a spiritual each category has a monetary amount to given and this just relieves the stress and uh, it makes it just simple and easy and really we don't need any more than three gifts anyway. that's so true
0: <laughs> we do three gifts in our family as well and It has really simplified things. We do that and the grandparents do that. And I totally agree with everything that you're saying. Just taking stress out is always a good thing. It's a good thing. And they do not need more. That is so true. These have all been amazing points. And I, like I've already said, we're going to include them all in the show notes. But if you had to give one takeaway to the mom listening right now, she's may have been cooking dinner while she's listening. She's checking homework, putting a bandaid on a child's knee that fell outside while she was listening or something like that. We know that as moms that we're all really busy. And so if there had to be one thing that you wanted her to hear today, what would that takeaway be?
1: Well, Mallory, uh, several years ago when our girls were small, I went all out decorating the house, you know, a tree in every bathroom, one in every child's room, uh, two for the family to enjoy. I did a great deal of baking, opening our home. One particular Christmas, though, God took me to a verse in Psalm 4610 that says, Be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And you know, the word still means devoid of or abstaining from motion, means calm, tranquil, sedentary. Uh, you know, I'm sure moms are asking themselves right now, how can anyone be calm, tranquil, motionless, or sedentary during the Christmas season, <laughs> yes. especially a mom? But we can. And uh, physically, we can't. But spiritually, we absolutely can. And in the busyness of this season, you and I as Christian women are to have a quiet, gentle, humble, and still spirit. And you may be asking, well, you know, how? How do we do that? Well, I think to stay focused on Jesus during this season, not neglecting our time in the Word and worship, limiting our commitments and keeping things simple, and then refusing to be concerned or affected by what those around us are doing and just remembering our calling and our purpose. And then our spirit, our inner woman, is going to be still unnoticeably different from those around us during this Christmas season. Wow, that has really challenged me today, and I hope that it
0: has you as well that are listening. Thank you so much for joining us today, Diane. I shared earlier that she is the creator of the Secret Savored Ministries. Diane,
1: will you share with us how our listeners can find you? Sure, I'll be happy to, Mallory. Our four curriculum books are found on our website, along with a book for moms and their children called Devotionals for Mommy and Me, as well as another book that we have there. It's called Let's Eat, and that one has meal planning ideas and lots of recipes and activities that you can do around the table as a family. Those are all available on our website at secretsaver.org, and then our Instagram account at secret savored as well. Mom, I hope that you will leave today ready to make the next 24
0: days of your Christmas prep purposeful in serving others like we've learned today with your time, with your hospitality, and pointing your kids to Jesus this Christmas season. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast today, would you do me a favor and please subscribe and leave us a raving review and share with a friend this Christmas season. As always, find show notes and other information at faithful31moms.com.
1: Have a blessed day and a Merry Christmas. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's Faithful31Moms.com.